Investing in property makes sense. Investing in the right property takes knowledge. Welcome to the Rewarding Property Decisions Podcast. I'm Jared McCabe, Director of Wakeland Property Advisory. Join me for expert insights into the fundamentals, trends and opportunities to help you create long-term wealth through smart property decisions. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 64 of the Rewarding Property Decisions Podcast. So we're now moving into the heart of the spring market. Um, through October and we're the other side of the school holidays, the AFL Grand Final and Christmas is certainly on the horizon. So I thought today it'd be worth having a chat with someone who is right in the heart of um, what's going on at the moment to give us a bit of an insight into what spring market conditions are looking like, how they're progressing and what the activities um, all about at the moment. So I'm very fortunate today to be joined by Stuart Evans. Stuart's a uh, director of Marshall White in Hawthorne and he's one of uh, the le- Melbourne's leading agents in Burundara. So Stu, thanks for joining me, mate. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me. So there's a lot that's happened in the Melbourne market over the last probably four years with COVID and things going on. How have you found it? What sort of um, changes have you seen over that period of time? It's been a very interesting four years, I must admit, um, something that none of us could have predicted. Um Probably the biggest changes we've seen is the need and want for more personal space at home, whether it's a home office or a second living area for the kids to chill out and hang out. I think living at home and being, um, uh, I guess, stuck in your own home has meant you've really analysed what your family's (laughs) needed. What you want. Yeah, Yeah, more than ever. So um, swimming pools. That's exactly what I was going to mention. So swimming pools in Melbourne have always been a luxury but always the the talk has always been you only ever get it because you want it don't ever think that you're going to add value to your property by adding them in but and I still think that's the case but I don't think it's to the same extreme as what it's been in the past no because I think um, the lifestyle benefits it provides prospective buyers with is now a higher priority yep they think oh imagine Sunday you know nice 20 degree 25 degree day in Melbourne with the heating options that the new pools have, yeah. they can see themselves having a great day at home. So you, you I mean, previously, I mean, again, pools can range in value from sixty thousand to two hundred and sixty thousand yeah. dollars. But if you throw a round number, hundred grand for it to put, yep. put something in, in the past that probably was lucky to add thirty, forty, fifty grand, and it's probably pushing closer to seventy or eighty grand to your property now. Yeah, agreeing upon where and what and all that sort of thing. Yeah, our advice over the last sort of two or three years has been sort of e- equal addition. If okay. you, if you spend a hundred on your landscape, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, we feel it'll add that that back to your value. Yeah, good. You know, and in some cases, maybe more if it's done really well and there's a really beautiful sort of outdoor entertaining area yep. um, in addition to the pool, it, it can add some some additional value. Yeah, great. Okay. Um, so you're typically most involved in Burundara with the family home market, anything from sort of probably $2 million through to 10 mil plus. Yep. Um, how have the interest rate movements over the past 18 months impacted that sector? Fascinatingly, um, it hasn't yeah. impacted us you know, say that. too yeah. negatively. Definitely there are some buyers that are a bit more cautious in overspending. That's probably where it had its biggest effect in, you know, competitive auctions. Um, when we really got beyond reserve, you know, buyers you know, started to bid perhaps a little bit more tentatively, but continued to bid. Yeah. Um, and, and really in the healthian days of interest rates at 2%, yeah. we were seeing post-COVID as you were experiencing Buyers were bidding fifty, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars above what they perceived their limits were. Yeah, 
because they just thought well, we're going to be able to pay this back pretty easily. At two the interesting thing with Burundara too, and I've had chats obviously with Richard Wakeland, but also with one of your colleagues, Doug McLaughlin, yes. um, and who've both been in the industry for a hell of a long time yes. and lived through the high interest rates of the uh, late 80s, early 90s. And they always talk about Burundara um, residents as never being impacted as much by interest rate movements because there is so much, I don't want to say old money, but equity in properties. Yes. So the fluctuations have a, as a, a lesser impact, I guess. Yeah, I think we've benefited, the, us residents of Burundara have benefited from such great capital growth and that's created the equity, which has meant that in times of trouble, we can go back to the bank and refinance and bail ourselves out a little bit. Um, I think also people in Burundara and Stonington to a certain degree tend to have um, investment properties that they can sell and, and that will then pay down that non-tax deductible debt on their, on their um, residence, yep. which again, just eases the pressure. And so I think, um, you know, financially, those that live in Burundara perhaps have, have you know, set themselves up, you know, a little little better than, than other municipalities purely because they've benefited from capital growth and they've used that equity to, to invest in other, other real estate yeah. firms. So looking at this year's spring market, how have you seen it in compared to, so we, we won't go back as far as 2021 when we were coming out of that COVID, um, COVID yeah. period and the, the numbers were just astronomical in terms of supply. But And last year was probably a little bit different, but how, yeah. how has it been and how is it looking moving yeah. into October from a supply perspective? It's been really interesting because... You know, we call August, you know, that early start of spring. Yes. We come back from the school holidays, June, July, and that's where we start to talk to vendors about coming onto the market for an early spring sale. So it's really sort of mid-August through to mid-December that we call our spring yep. selling season. But um, mid-August through to um, the September school holidays was really tight. Stock levels okay. were low. Yeah. And I think that contributed to some really strong outcomes for vendors. Some vendors that went to the market early uh, did benefit from, yeah, low supplies, strong demand, and some really good outcomes were achieved for our vendors in that late August, early September so, period. And, but even June, July were, I mean, they're always traditionally low, but yeah. from, what, from the numbers that I looked at, they were really down Quiet. last year. Quiet. Really down. Yeah, yeah. And what we're seeing now is now school holidays have been gone we're actually a lot of vendors i think were waiting to get yep. through to that september october school holiday period so we're seeing uh stock numbers really increase um J november 18th november 25th and december the 2nd yep. are going to be big weekends for marshall white group yep we'll have you know in excess of 100 auctions as okay. a group in those three weekends in a row and maybe even the 9th of December will be another Super Saturday that we, we yeah, refer okay. to. Well, I mean, I've spoken to a couple of journalists and they certainly said that um, August and into September, there was leading into the grand final, there was sort of four or five weeks of in excess of a thousand auctions in yep. a row, which was, yep. which was big numbers. Um, and we talk regularly about, within our um, office, about whether or not we're going to have a, a late run. So yeah. whether or not it, we will. And again, not 21 was, a, was an aberration, but there was... 2,000 plus auctions well into mid mid December that year. And I'm not yeah. expecting that, but do you think it'll be a bit of a later run this year? Yeah. No, I do. I do agree. I, I think that 
There's three auctionable weekends in December this year. Yeah. Second, the ninth, and the sixteenth. And I think we'll see auctions right up until the sixteenth. Because sometimes we do see where you get basically to the other side of the Melbourne Cup long weekend and it just stops dead. Really quiet. And nothing down. happens. Yep. Both buyers and vendors sometimes after that cup weekend just put the queue in the rack and they yep. say, Oh, we're Too exhausted. Yeah. Yep, yep. We'll wait until the new year. But I actually think it'll be different this year. I think we'll see vendors push to get their properties on the market and sold before Christmas so that they can go into the new year sold and, and ready to buy potentially in uh, in February and March next year. So from a buyer's side of things, and I guess so in order to do that, we look at the clearance rate. Yeah. Um, that's still been doing quite well. I mean, healthy. Uh, yeah. Earlier in the year, it was to be expected that it was fairly healthy when the supply yeah. levels were so low. Yeah. But now that they're starting to pick up, and again, I still don't think that it's been completely tested yet. I think yeah. over the next month to six weeks, we'll really see whether or not there's that much depth to the market. I completely um, agree. You yeah. and I have spoken a bit about it, and I think we're in a, a bit of a unique position from a buying side of things in that we don't necessarily see a, the overall market because we don't typically look at the secondary property. Yeah. Um, We'll, we filter that out and free up from our client's perspective and we only look at the good quality stuff. So yes. we tend to see that it's quite active and, and quite competitive, whereas you sell everything, yes. whether it's high quality, compromised in whatever form. Yeah. Do you think there's the depth in the buying market from that side at the moment? It's definitely two-paced. Yeah. You're right. And when you analyse that um, premium property that's been freshly renovated within the last five, six years yep. and there's nothing for the buyers to do, Given the, I guess, the increase in material costs, yep. build a shortage, um, it's made that style of home, um, I guess, more appealing to the family buyers in yep. Burundara. So that for the last 12 months, that, that style of property, newly renovated homes have performed incredibly well. And I am now finding we are going through that transition, whereas six Nine months ago, selling a renovator's delight, yeah. uh, so to speak, something that needed substantial work. Um, it was tough to find the right buyer at the right price. Now we're finding materials, you know, the media is talking about materials being more readily available, yep. which is great. Yep. Builders, I believe, and chatting to a few local builders, have experienced a few uh, projects that were going to go ahead have now no longer gone ahead because the clientele have said, well, a 30%, 40% increase in the cost to renovate has meant they've chosen not to renovate yep. and they've perhaps chosen to buy something that's more readily finished uh, that they can move into. So I believe builders have got more options to take on new work yep. now. So just in the last six months, we've seen a, an increase in activity for Renovators Delights. Okay. So so that was going to be another one of my questions. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But the clearance rate hovering in and around the 70% mark yeah. is generally what we would consider to be bordering on um, balanced going into yeah. seller's market. Yeah, that's um, a good clearance rate, isn't it? Yeah. If we can provide our vendors, seven out of 10 of our vendors, with the opportunity to sell on auction day, I think that's a really good, Pretty good healthy. market. And I think where the gap is closing, if we looked at that auction success rate for the top end, fit beautifully finished, beautifully renovated family home, it was probably more like 80 to 85%. Yeah. Yeah. And your unrenovated, you know, compromised second tier properties that are on perhaps um, busier roads, were probably hovering around 60, yeah. 65%. 
I think that gap is closed a little bit. Yeah, so it's more of an even spread yeah. rather than being balanced out by one extreme Correct. to the other. Yeah, Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, so coming back to what you mentioned before, um, with the uh, the renovated properties performing well, is that what you're seeing? Into I was going to ask, what are the properties that are perhaps aren't performing so well? What are what are you finding harder to sell at the moment? I think there have been some vendors that have been really buoyed by the activity in the last six to twelve months for beautifully renovated homes. And I think it's a very price sensitive market this spring. Yep. If buyers don't see value in that high-end, beautifully finished home, they really won't engage. And when I say engage, they won't physically walk through the home unless they feel like fair market value is on offer. Yep. So it, what I'm trying to say is if a property is perhaps priced a little too high in comparison to where comparable sales yep. put it, um, yeah, buyers, buyers won't tend to compete for, for those homes. If they've been priced well, they still will yep. compete very hard. Um, and as I said before, the gap's probably closed a little bit. That compromised home um, is, is now being looked at because interest rates have gone up. A buyer that was perhaps looking in a, a side street to spend two and a half, yep. if they can get a really good uh, home that's more renovated than what perhaps they were looking at, buying in a side street, but it may be on a secondary road or, or, or a cut through street, they'll look at it yep. now okay. because they feel they'll get better value for money. If it means they buy something for two and a half, the street might be slightly compromised, yep. but it's the right house. There's yep. nothing for them to do. They'll, they'll pursue it. So what are you seeing is the most competitive and taking price out of it, I guess, because it, most of the time yes. when you find something that's attractively priced, it's going to be competitive. Sure, yeah. But just in general market, what's what are people really sourcing and chasing at the moment? A period home. Yeah. With a, a really More so than the, the new builds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A period home with a beautiful facade, but then a gorgeous contemporary architecturally designed extension. Yeah. They're still the... Yeah, the most sought after so, properties. And that's pretty classic Burundara sort it of property. Is. So what, um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, is there a particular price? Because, I mean, there's there's period homes in Burundara yeah. and the single front cottages that can be between one and a half and two, and there's period homes in Burundara that can be 10 mil plus. Yeah. So what sector is, is most active at the moment? I think the two and a half to four and a half. Okay. It, because there's a good buyer pool. There's good depth of buyers that have got between two and a half to four and a half to spend. And you're buying in Melbourne in the last 15 years, uh, a single fronted terrace, um, they've seen incredible growth. So they've increased and allowed that potential property owner to upgrade from a one and a half to two and a half million dollar single fronted terrace yep. to that three to four million dollar double front beautifully renovated terrace. Block, all that sort of yeah, thing. yeah. Have you seen much of a change in buyer profiles? Is it, has there been a moving from upsizes to downsizes or and I guess in that the market that you're in you don't see as much investment, but is there more overseas investors coming back in yes. that perhaps weren't there for a while? Yes. Yeah. Last six months that that overseas uh, buyer So has, land bank or I think completed to, home. I, in chatting with our great international division, um, they're telling us that a lot of the buyers that they're working with are wanting to come back and move to Australia. Okay. Yeah. They love the freehold title. They love the six, seven, eight hundred square meter size allotments, and and the international buyers love the ability to be able to 
rebuild uh, at, at any stage. So, yeah. so that style of home for that particular buyer market has has definitely increased in the last six months. Okay. Um, but I think downsizers have also caught on to the fact that we're in a fairly stable market. Yeah. And if they've had thoughts of a potential move to downsize, um, you know, they probably feel like now's a good time. Yeah. Then they're not going to see the market increase exponentially in the next two to three years. There's not a lot of media speculation that that may happen, but there's also not a lot of media speculation that the market's going to drop by no. 5, 10, 15%. So I think downsizers feel great comfort that now's a good time to sell down the $4 million, $5 million family home and then move into a smaller scale, more lower maintenance, two to $2.5 million home, yeah. which, which there's plenty of good product in Burundara being built now. Yeah, absolutely, well. there is. Well, that's probably about all I had today, Stu. Um, I really appreciate you coming in and, and joining us. I know you're very busy at the moment. You've got a lot on being in the, the middle of spring, but it's, uh, it's been great having a chat. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So thanks, everyone, for joining us for episode 64 of the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. Um, as always, please feel free to share the podcast far and wide with friends, family, and colleagues. Um, and if you do have any or would like any further information, please feel free to visit our website, wakeland.com.au or Stu, what's Marshall White's website? Yeah, marshallwhite.com.au. Otherwise, we wish you all the best with your property decisions. Mm-hmm.